0: Hi, and welcome to Phantasmal Farces Adventurize, where we delve into the world of entertainment and see if we can pull an adventure out of our arse. Our aim is to inspire and to show, so long as you look, almost anything can be a tabletop adventure. So don't be intimidated, and let's see what we can stitch together. I'm Alan, and I'm the forever GM Macastrix of a group of players in Wales. I love casting my fourth-level arcane eye over stories and seeing how they translate into adventures. In this episode, we will be... Adventurizing. Bushes of Love. Bushes of Love is a bad lip-reading video that creates a song from the early scenes between Obi-Wan and Luke Skywalker in Star Wars A New Hope. The plot of which revolves around Kenobi warning Luke about a chicken duck woman thing that ripped his father's face off and now likely waits for him in The Bushes of Love. opinionize okay good evening rod how are you
1: um well thank you yourself
0: (laughs) yeah i'm good um looking forward to discussing bushings of love um by the bad lip reading fellows on youtube um i'll go first if that's all right um please opinions um it's it is one of if not the greatest song of all time uh that is of course hyperbole but in all seriousness it's it is hilarious um as are all the bad lip reading uh guys videos i you know if you have some time to kind of surf youtube watching several of them is a, is a good use of time um but it it's it's a really catchy solid pop song uh that could genuinely find itself if it was released with humorous lyrics by a recognized artist probably um could find itself like on the top 40 maybe uh or i can definitely hear it being played in the background of films um uh i I, as a song as well it's it's catchy you'll be humming it for a while after you hear it um yeah it's 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 bit, definitely playing to their strengths. What, what about you, Rod?
2: Uh,
1: it's 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 a good song, yeah. Um, whether it's the best song, whether it's my favoriteest ever song, um, probably no, definitely not, no. Uh, but it has it has it is one of the best ones that the Bad Lit Reaping people have, have put out, and it is a little gem. I wouldn't say it's their best though, and I do have my favourites. Um, but I'll keep my cl- cards close to my chest in case we use it in a future episode.
2: We won't. Well, it's, it's seagulls then.
1: Um, the the Yoda seagulls. Uh, I think someone's redone it with baby Yoda now. I can't remember. I'll have to look into that a little further. But uh, or I should say the child. Um, yeah, I, I can appreciate the amount of effort and time that they put in to do it all. Um so yeah it's 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 a good song, um thinking out loud as to how it would be mechanized and and the, all the repeated lines and everything um yeah it's 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 good it's it's just it's the first time I heard it 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 was laugh out loud and funny, and I think it's it's starting to sort of have diminishing returns now um but I can see why you chose it to be adventurized. It's got some
2: uh, hooks to plot. So let's uh... mechanise. Okay, so it's a it's a
0: short video. Is it about four minutes long? Probably should have put, put a note of how long it is, but it's not. It's not very long. It's only a couple of minutes. So we're we're having to stretch a lot of things out. There's not an awful lot to work to work with because generally there's basically some bushes the 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 uh the bushes of love of the title. Um a chicken duck thing with a woman's face and um some violence and a a woman that um would probably like to honky tonk. Um I think those are the main elements. Have I missed in your opinion have I missed anything?
1: Um, um the main points. <laughs> I mean you said that there was um, I, I disagree in, in what you say, that there sh- there's only a few things that, that can be drawn from this. Uh, if if time were unlimited, I would have lots to do about this one. Um, but yeah, as for the main elements, you're right. There's, there's only a few things that you could draw from it to make it your own or to keep it uh, neutral. Whereas otherwise it starts to clearly edge into the, the, the Star Wars side of things. Um blue milk, uh moisture farming, crispy bodies by the door. Um well not so much that one, but it can, you know, it, it does knowing its context does reference Star Wars quite heavily. Um but yeah, the 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 chicken duck thing with the woman's face. Um the Bushes, obviously, it's the name of the song. They'd have to be included in there somehow. Um, never really thought of the Honky Tog Woman.
2: So I'd like to hear what your thoughts are on that one.
0: If I'm entirely honest, I don't really have one. It's just, it's another distinct, it's a distinct character that that is mentioned that is entirely an utterly unfleshed out if i manage to think of an idea um while we're rolling i'll
2: uh
0: i'll uh kind of give you a heads up but uh i think i i, I can't really think of anything because it's literally a line but she'd probably love to honky-tonk yes
1: yeah, she'd probably love to honky-tonk that's what i said mm-hmm.
0: um yeah, so I th- I think we agree that the main draw here is, or, or maybe we do disagree. Um, I would say it's the the chicken duck woman thing waiting for us is the main attraction rather than the actual title. The bushes, would you say that's fair?
1: <laughs> that that is fair. Yeah, um, that one is probably the, the the easiest one to interpret as well because you've you've got something that you can make. Uh, I don't want to say into flesh because obviously that's not the case, but uh, it is something that you could bring to life in your games. That is probably one of the, the, the yeah. Okay. <laughs> Before I waffle, just yes, uh, the monster is the biggest draw.
0: Okay, so I guess the biggest question is what what do we see the monster as? What what is the monster? <laughs> um, I think you've got some. Uh... Some things uh, in that kind of uh area in your notes
1: yeah so how how it looks is inconsequential we we know how it looks, and you could embellish that as much as you want um, and it's pretty well, des- well it's not well described, but it gives you some elements anyway so uh there's uh it had a chicken.
2: It, it had a... I can't remember how it, it was. It.
0: A, Chicken? It, it had a chicken's yeah. um, chickens legs with duck's feet Chicken
2: and a
1: woman's face, face too. Um, That's right. So yeah. So, so, yeah, it would need to be... I mean, how you do this is entirely up to yourself. It's the question of, would you rather fight a million horse-sized ducks or a million duck-sized horses? So... Is it a little monster? Is it a small monster? How, and then you, you have to think then how you would, um, and obviously the game and system that you're playing it within would dictate how you would do this, but what sort of uh, health would it have? Does it have special attacks? I mean, I would think from what it said, uh, it would probably have some sort of special attack which rips a face. Yes, because
0: uh, that is our only real... Uh insight into the damage it causes is that uh it allegedly in in the continuity of the bad lip reading video uh this creature ripped uh luke skywalker's father's face off um yeah that's, that's the only real uh solid description of its its capabilities that we
1: have um would it cause bleeding damage as well? Because another glimpse into the, the, the as you say, the continuity of the song is, uh, in fact, there was a huge mess. We had to change the floors. And then he goes on to explain that he bled so much, they had to actually remove the floorboards. So is is it mainly bleeding damage and things like that, you know? um. So should...
0: obviously, if someone was to have their face removed, that would cause a lot of bleeding. But are you... Are you saying that you think it also indicates that there's, um, I've forgotten what it's called. Is it anticoagulant, as in it, um, animals have it where they, they make you bleed more?
1: It is an anticoagulant, but I think mosquitoes have got a, a very posh, specific word for it. Another sort of vampiric, uh, uh, um, creatures, species, creatures, yeah. Um. So yeah, you and I could, could sit here and hash out a fifth edition one um all day. You know, we, we could easily knock something up. We could think of all sorts of different uh qualities and things like that it could possess. Hence the whole bleeding thing. That's that's a, a condition that can be provided in fifth edition. Um, but that's not gonna butter any parsnips really because it needs to sort of be system agnostic. So I thought it's best to try and focus on what we do know and how that would then interpret itself or how that could be interpreted rather in the different systems so that people can go away and make their own. It's easy for us to just upload a a character sheet or a bestiary sheet for this uh, chicken duck thing with the woman's face. Um, But, you know, what's the point? I think half of the fun would be for you to actually do this. The song is... would we would we say it's comedic or is it? How would you describe I, it?
0: Uh, I would say that the the song is comedic, yeah.
1: So yeah, if um, you were going to base it solely on the source material, why not embellish things, you know, and and be hyperbolic and be ridiculous with it? Okay, so
0: on on a just uh, kind of the foot th- the the last bit of the monster because. Um, uh for for people just to be a bit uh uh prepared um the
2: systemized section is probably actually going to be the longest one on this
0: episode i think maybe um because i've got a lot of system specific ideas um but one thing uh, i'm interested is so you said about the um one was it one horse sized duck or 10 duck sized horses what was your initial thoughts? Are you having one large thing or lots of little tiny basically are they the size of chickens
1: or are they? But well, again, that leads me down an even bigger path then, an even longer path. Because there's a line that says, We all got a chicken duck woman thing waiting for us. So should there be one per okay. character or party member?
0: Oh, I've got some thought, thoughts for that. We'll get that to a second. So I'm just saying, if, if we take it completely at face value,
1: is this thing huge or, or is it tiny? I just oh, uh, immediate... reaction huge, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think he, what he pointed out was uh, he thought it was behind a scrap pile, but it was a cow. So I'm yeah. thinking, you know, horse-sized duck or cow-sized duck, something that stands to my shoulder. Cause I don't know why. I, 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 I think because the, the word or the noun duck is first, effectively. Chicken duck. No, it's not. It's, I don't know why, but duck seems to stick in my head more. So I, I've got... I, I think it's the body of a duck with chicken's feet, and the duck's neck, and then sort of the, the top head of a duck, with then no bill. So you know when Daffy... Is it Daffy? Yeah, Daffy duck always gets shot, and then he's got either the bill on the back of his head or whatever. That... But instead of just sort of a straight up and down flat face, I picture it then as a, as a woman, and you know, insert generic woman face. That that's just how I picture it in my mind. Is that how do you picture it then when you're hearing it? What what does what does your mind conjure?
0: Uh, uh, the same. I hadn't even thought of making them regular chicken sized, but I now quite like the idea of than being regular chicken sized if you're leaning into the comedy aspect um that's a uh it it's got um shades of monty python to me if there's this deadly chicken creature that's that's actually just the size of a regular chicken it's got that kind of uh um, what's it? Not life of Brian. You're I, I've literally got. I've literally drawn a blank. You're you're picturing uh, the rabbit of Kier Banog.
1: Yes, there we go. From
0: so, from my, Holy Grail. Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah, so a, a very very small but immediately vicious, deadly. uh effectively one shot, one kill, really, isn't it? It's it's the Tom
2: Beringer of the rabbit world.
0: Yes yeah so i i definitely thought when you mentioned how big it is i hadn't it hadn't even occurred to me to make it small but that would be if i was leaning into a ridiculous angle um yeah make it small uh play with the players expectations a bit because uh players who don't know what you're doing uh if you say there's this small chicken sized thing, obviously, depending on your your and this is, again is in a kind of traditional d and d type game uh depending on the dynamic um your group has i think i think even people who have a very uh adversarial relationship with their gm would still think something that looked like a chicken would be relatively harmless. I, I, I'm i sure there's loads of people out there going that, nope, everything that anyone describes is, you know, a deadly hazard, as far as I'm concerned. But I, I, I do think making it regular chicken-sized is, is an opportunity to play with, it, with expectations.
1: Yeah, I agree. Another reason why I didn't want to just go out um, or rather rethought my idea of going out and just making the the, the character sheet is because the, the size of the beast can be uh, put up for interpretation as well. I think we've been conditioned, certainly you and I, we play a lot of tabletop war games. The final boss or the biggest boss on the table is usually represented by the biggest model or the biggest miniature as well. And we've been conditioned to assume size equating with danger and obviously the level of of its power so to yeah to to flip that on its head and then have a small chicken just getting i mean obviously this is this is a horrendous thing i mean i don't imagine you're going to come about these quite often in whatever setting you're playing in a a duck's body as i imagine it with chicken's feet in a woman's face i mean that that would induce just fear and and it, it would it would turn me sick quite frankly
0: yeah it's definitely got there's something unsettling about it uh when you think of it outside of the context of the, the amusing and catchy
1: song and to think it only came about because that's what the lips look like is being said as well yeah that's basically where they come from um so yeah uh how you make it look again isn't up to interpretation. How I envision it is probably different to yours, but even then, there can be things that can be changed just to suit your own needs. You know, make it make it small, but as to the question of because, as again, that would be with if, if you were making it small, would you make it like, um, how to put it, uh, would you make it sort of, um, a Like a like a meat shield where it's overwhelming numbers, so it's weak but many. Um, how would you describe that?
0: Uh, so you mean like it's it's a it's a legion, a swarm,
1: a legion, swarm. I keep I want to say Zerg rush, but that's that's very specific. Um, why wouldn't there be more than one? Is it one for just the player characters? One for person with brown hair? Is it? one for males, or one for everyone on the world, or planet, galaxy, universe, whatever the case is.
0: That's that's kind of what I was going to uh, push us back to after I kind of pulled you away from your point earlier. That line of, we all got a um, chicken duck woman thing waiting for us. Um, that line of, we've all got one waiting for us. I think that has, there's a lot of... Interpretation you can do on that, um, because it doesn't even have to actually be a the chicken duck woman thing. Is it the same to all people? Is the chicken duck woman thing just the thing that, uh, because you could you could take it, uh, if you go for something like um the Skywalker saga, the Star Wars, which obviously is. Where the lip reading came from is is the chicken duck uh woman thing does it hunt the skywalker uh bloodline is that why it killed anakin and is 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 coming for luke too? or and like you say does everyone have an individual one or is this you know is it a a a, a psychological demon? Um what 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 what's on that the idea yeah. that we've all got one
1: well, that's the thing yeah is it's it's waiting for us what's to say that it isn't it's uh corporeal until eventually it becomes material um what's to say that this, this see this this one now is is the real sort of train of thought one I mean if we've all got one waiting for us, what's to say that it's not similar to um Uh, there was, let me think, Red Dwarf had legion where it, or was it legion? There was one beast in it anyway whereby it manifested itself as what the person wanted to see. So what's to say that uh, Obi-Wan saw uh, a chicken head, uh, a duck head with chicken feet and a woman's face whereby Anakin saw something else? Or Luke will or In fact, the cow that Luke dismisses is the thing that's coming for him. Um, it could be then, but it's like uh, Pennywise from It, whereby it sort of feeds off your fears. So it produces or, or manifests itself in that one particular thing in order to amp up your fear and, you know, taint the meat.
0: Yeah, so although we said it's a, a comedic uh, song, um When you were asking, would I make it comedic, I do think that if you take that a very, if you take the most sinister interpretation of, we've all got one waiting for us, um, you can make it a quite a sinister and dark, you can take it in quite a sinister and dark direction, I think, without uh, adding anything from outside, you 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 can you can take that line, and it's just a line. It's still just using the line from the song, but you can just interpret it in an incredibly dark way.
1: So, would you would you play this game or that form of game with people you know to be able to actually use their phobias or fears against them? Obviously, you know, not de-traumatize them. But, for example, would you, if someone was arachnophobic, have it, you know, look as a spider to that one player and their character? by? Because not that there's, I would say, that there's any bleed, but oftentimes people will see that and react as they would as a person, and that would sometimes then inform their character's decisions. Like, if you were a player and I were to put forward the you know physical manifestation of of unconditional human love w- would that cause you to balk a little
0: um my 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 general kind of thoughts on horror or anything extreme uh kind of the extreme genres is yes either do it with people you know well not necessarily just because you can push their buttons but they can they 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 Horror is something where there needs to be a certain level of trust, i.e., you uh, um, you need to be able to go far but know when to pull pull up, and you need to know that the people around you are willing to uh, tell you when it's time to pull up. Um, so, horror is not really a genre. I would go, I would try and deal do amongst people, I don't know. Um, would I then tailor it to their fears? Um, I honestly don't think I would, actually, because I think that that would, yeah, I, I don't think that's something I would do. I would I would go for my own sense of horror, and it might fall flat. But I think uh, if you go for phobias that you know, people will see it coming.
1: Couldn't you then blindside them then by having lots of little things of that phobia? Maybe it wouldn't work as well with spiders because that's just as creepy. Tiny, tiny little spiders. But if someone's phobia was water, then why not have a little thimble of water? Ooh!
0: Maybe, but in terms of the direct uh kind of taking that line and and following it to its it taking it to its most darkest assumption uh that's not something i would do without people who were aware that that's what what we were doing
2: okay so other than the month
0: um, we have the bushes, the, the the bushes of love, the the title. What are the bushes of love? What are they?
2: And why is this creature waiting? Have you have
0: you got any thoughts on that?
1: Um. Well, I mean, the 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 motivation and the why it's waiting. Maybe it's an ambush predator, but again, that is all up to. You, the GM's interpretation of how you want the um, the story to go. Uh, can it be a nice little diversion or distraction from an ongoing campaign? Uh, depending on how the campaign is going, yes. I mean, there's no, there wouldn't be any particular reason why there couldn't There'd just be a little bit of comic relief in between certain sections in the downtime. Yeah, um, but the the
0: the actual bush, the actual bushes themselves, I I, I, I don't.
1: I mean, I'm, yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. But it's like it depends then how you would interpret that. Um, so, for example, are these bushes of love like the triffids, for example? You know. So it again, it depends on the the nature of the campaign and how you're going to play it whether or not you're doing it as a campaign or whether you're doing it as a one-shot i mean i typically imagine it will be done as a one-shot because it, it it's it has it's fairly like you say a closed loop there's there's something that needs to be stopped or numerous things that need to be stopped you go you stop them and that's the end of that you know, and then it's the end dot 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 question mark You know, it's one of those. I don't see much of a twist ending beyond that, to be honest with you. Um, so yeah, we, how how you would then get the bushes included in it is entirely up to yourself and how the story is going. Let's say, is it is it a like a Triffid where the bushes are also um, a, a a monster or an enemy? Um, would they be violent? I mean, it's difficult to interpret them as as the sort of the the tree from evil dead. i I wouldn't want to walk that path to be honest. um
0: but you'd you'd make the bushes um like an active participant. They're not a location to you. they're a a character, a threat
1: a... Well, yeah, I mean again, there's lots of different ways of looking at it. They could be a location. It could be, for example, say, um uh, like, Tyranids have, from the 40k universe, have bio pools in which they sort of tend to spawn from on certain occasions. Um, is it the spawn point of that? Is it... Oh, God, I dread to think about it. It's one of the worst films. But is it, like, The Happening, where it's actually a hallucinogen from the pollen from the bushes of love... And the name is there to subvert your actual or just, you know, to make you think, oh, the bushes of love, they're lovely, they're great. But in actuality, they're making you hallucinate and see these things. And the tearing of the faces was actually more of a, you know, a human reaction because they see each other as these things. You know, you could yeah. do that.
0: Yeah. And there is the, uh, um, the Man of Medan twist. I don't know if you know the, uh, the story of that but basically it was a ship that had a chemical i forgot the name of it so everyone uh went nuts and assumed that all these crazy things were happening but it was actually just all the people on the ship attacking each other because they all thought each other were zombies and things like that
1: yeah so that uh, that's that's my point there is uh it can be a location in which case great make it a location pure and simple uh and uh, the opposite of sentient is...
2: Not sentient? I don't know.
1: So it's not... They're not sentient. They're inanimate. Sentient. They, just, sentient. They, just, they just... They are. They exist. Um, and like I
2: say, there could be a location. Yeah, they, they could they're, be... My, my... They're there.
0: Because my uh, initial... My kind of first snap reaction uh was the bushes of love would be a location um basically a an area that was used for wedding ceremonies or something like that in a in a local village i you know as in that they had you know it's part of their local courtship uh rituals if you're doing like a, a fantasy setting, I
1: don't think you'd use the word courtship. If you're doing a sci um, so like um, but, like oftentimes you'll see roundabouts that have been um, decorated with with flowers. So it, you know it would be something along those lines, but without the roads, obviously.
0: Yeah, and it would be uh, an accepted risk that they get married in these of love, but some people get uh, ripped to shreds, and that would be my hook is that the, the play a count, and say you know, people who get married get ripped to shreds, what's going on? bidden teenage thing you know sneaking off at night to to go to the the bushes of love but um because that would require the victims to then be teenagers um some people might want to kind of move away from that because although you know and they're not adults but that's edging close to child death which is something that lots of people want to
2: avoid so
1: So with them being a location, uh, are there any other ideas that you could come to with a location which would use the bushes? Is there anything else that you could think of?
0: Uh, just just overgrowth, just an indication of an area of overgrowth, basically. Um, you know, an area
1: of of difficult rough terrain. What about, for example, a hedge maze? Just a to... An innocuous you know inconspicuous, playful hedge maze that's why people go in you know in the middle, you steal a kiss, and then you've got to find your way out again. Anyone of any age could do that, yeah, yeah,
0: um and then then you've got to think who owns the maze, who made it is does the creature have? Like a, a Renfield type. Is there someone who maintains the maze keeping the creature in there? Which is of love, because he knows that a couple of them will get eaten and and, and feed feed the beast. Yeah,
2: you
1: could have it like that where it's a um, a seasonal um, tradition where people go in Run in, get a kiss, and then run out, and they're the ones that are destined to be married. But sometimes people never come out because it's such a big maze. No one has ever really managed to find the, the the four edges of it or something like that. So it's an accepted fact that people don't make it in. Um, you could make it mysterious as well, whereby uh, was it Dungeon Crawl Classics, whereby I think it was a a, a, um, a one shot free RPG day where once every blue moon the light shines specifically on a door and and the door leads into a an otherwise un, unseen uh tower or castle
0: yeah that, that, that is a um tower under the starlight or something like that i've forgotten the name of it but yes it's um it's it was because uh, they tended to have a couple uh, but yeah, it's included in most versions of the Dundrical Classics Quick Start, which is usually given out on free RPG day.
1: So yeah, there's nothing wrong with having that. Um, with that mystical, magical element to it, people just accept it. You know, maybe it, it, it is a Renfield character, but he or she is only there when the maze is not visible.
0: Yeah, and then that also gives you a... Um, a secondary plot hook, because in theory, the real villain of the piece would in in fact turn out to be not the creature but uh the person who's uh looking after it and feeding people people to it
1: that that is an interesting concept that's worth exploring with the new uh Ravenloft book that's due to come out. I believe Ravenloft is a uh, a separate, they call them planes in the Forgotten Worlds, but you could you could say it's a different dimension. That maybe at a certain time of day, or you know, a certain uh, cosmological conjunction, in that the 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 veil of life from one dimension to the other is thinnest, and that's how the maze is accessed. I said that's strange. Accessed. So yeah, then you could take some references from that. What's to say that beyond in the the maze realm that it isn't like Ravenloft, a, a world of dark and horrid places? Read the book, find out.
0: Cool. So, uh, you know, there's not a lot to draw from, but we've got we got quite a bit out of that. Um, so uh I'm gonna forego my usual question of where do the players go because there's so little form you don't have to worry about it. You know where the players go anywhere. That's I'm just, that I'm gonna answer my usual question with that. The players go anywhere
1: God oh, damn you've just made me think. What's to say the players aren't the chicken leg with duck feet, woman's face?
0: So you do a uh, what a flip a a flip round and they're creatures who are hunting
1: because they're they're hungry they're just they just you know mama duck, baby duck and daddy duck cousin and uncle depends on how many people you've got but you know they're just they're just doing their business why why are they being hunted very much a, a village attacks uh concept there village attacks the board game where you are the monsters and the village are the antagonists
0: yeah i i have no comment on that cuz that is something i had not i had not even dreamed of considering that i had not even begun to consider dreaming that i may dream that i considered that idea um but i like it and um you know i th- i think we we wouldn't be well suited with hashing it out uh on the podcast i think but that might be something worth coming back to I like that
1: just just came to me now um so yeah to sort of to to conclude basically what i would suggest is to go away and listen to the song maybe once or twice uh pick out the the lines that stick most with yourself um and then let your imagination run wild with them really because that's what i've done i don't know what your process is but i've listened to it a couple of times heard what sort of stuck out the most to me and then sat down looking at the lyric and Mm -hmm. let that sort of guide me and that's that's why I can't really give a single definitive answer to any one thing is because um, I'm only giving advice here on how to produce the game rather than actually telling you this is the game I've made play it Um, there's so many different avenues you could follow so that would be my that would be my process, and that would be what I would suggest for uh, for you guys to do, any of you listening out there. Is there a different process that you followed? Is it pretty much the same for you?
0: P- pretty, pretty similar. Um,
2: I don't think... Uh, yeah, I just listened
0: to it and, and let my mind go where it was going to go. Yeah, I, did, I didn't really have a process. I, Yeah, I don't know why... It, I don't know why I'm still talking because I'm not adding anything of value. But well, you did say uh, so that I'm gonna, most of I'm gonna... my sense.
1: <laughs> you did say a lot of your uh, your points were uh, heavily implied or were going to come through from the systemize side of things. So shall we move on? I want to hear what your thoughts are. Systemize.
0: Okay. Yeah, I said that. Um, systemize um might be the longest but I, I i think that might be a bit of a, a lie i'm sorry listeners um because we got a lot we managed to we managed to get a lot out in the mechanized phase that i uh thought might kind of bleed into systemized and we we'd have a whole mess of deciding what went where um but yeah um so my first thought was D and D five finder, a uh, uh, a simple hunt the monster. You know village, uh, you know, say there's the monster over there, and you go uh hunt it. Uh, you know the the chicken duck woman thing waiting for you is just a high CR monster. Uh, it's just a monster hunt. Uh, and I like the idea of the hedge maze. Have it at the because you can use the hedge maze as 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 a dungeon uh, but also a hedge maze and tracking a creature um especially in um 5th uh, edition particularly I don't know eno- I don't know enough about Pathfinder 1 or 2 um to say but a lot of people think that
2: rangers don't get
0: people don't think that rangers get a lot of chance to shine um so having it just uh track down the monster um and find it 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 also gives gives any rangers um, a chance to to basically do what rangers do. Um secondly, if I was going with the more dark interpretation, um I'd do Call of Cthulhu and it'd be all about the investigation and the um the the ritual and stuff to do with the bushes and and how they do this is where i would emphasize that it was part of a you know a, a marriage ritual or something and yeah. the, duck, okay. the duck woman creature would be a representative of the mythos type thing it would be the strange unknowable creature and it would be all all about Discovering the weird cult-like, because uh, you could stick children of the corn. Maybe they sacrifice some of the young couples in order for harvest. You know to be good.
1: Um, All right, so maybe they have they have a special bush, and they call it the bushes of love. Ironically, because it's actually newlyweds' sacrificial blood that they have to anoint it with um to summon forth the old one's representation, which happens to be a, a chicken duck thing with woman's face. Um and that would be the that would be the end game breaker there is if they manage to stop that from happening, or at least stop its its uh uh its summoning, and that would be the, that would be the victory condition. Whereas it being summoned,
2: you're in for a bad time.
0: um but my ultimate winner of uh, the the system i would like to use for this is the powered by the apocalypse system monster of the week because i think because that is that allows me to combine both ideas because monster of the week the idea is that there is a monster you 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 do hunt and defeat the monster of the week um but it does emphasize uh investigation so i would make it that uh, i would kind of um smush the two together i would do i would use monster of the week and i would take elements of everything we've discussed and make a uh what i think would be quite a a, a fun fun adventure um but yes i'd use monster of the week to kind of combine um all the ideas we've discussed i know some people will be like a jack of all trades is a master of none but that that's that's my gut feeling is i'd use monster of the week to make this adventure that drew from everything we've discussed and kind of took a bit a bit of darkness a bit of humor a bit of light a bit of dark a bit of fighting a bit of investigating i'd make something that encompassed
1: everything we've discussed Jog my memory second then uh, character creation for monsters of the week um it, you you pick a name and then is that the one where you have to say uh choose a relationship to the person to your left or was that the one where you write little things and you put it in the middle and then you've got a? Was that, am um, I thinking, Kids on Bikes?
0: I think you're thinking Kids on Bikes. Um, Monster of the Week is you have the playbooks. So you do pick a, a class, as it were. But yes, you do also... You have each class or playbook, as they call it, has a selection of um, relationships. So you will go like as in... Pick a player at the you know player, and it will be something like this player has betrayed you. Describe how they betrayed you in the past.
1: I remember um, how we played it. Now, uh, I believe there's the option for different, um, I suppose, monster afflictions to yourself. I believe I played a werewolf. Was that monster of the yes, week? In- yes, because uh, I- that is a
0: playbook called The Beast. I think uh, where you are a monster yourself.
1: Yes, I remember um, that entirely. Um, I was a, a famous knight, uh, real-world knight, who we've spoken about today, in fact, uh, who was
2: also a werewolf.
0: We've spoken about today? Am I? I I'm... Yes, I did an impression of him over
1: WhatsApp today.
0: Oh, David Attenborough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now we've got to pay him money for using his name. Yes, I, I played play David Attenborough with Lycanthropy. <laughs> So yeah, that's where the silliness of that uh, system comes into. I suppose I just wanted to remind myself because whether it would allow you to, again, flipping it on its head, whether that system would allow you to be the chicken duck thing with a woman's face, um, as much as it could be,
2: David Attenborough, the but yeah.
0: So anything
1: from from you
0: on the system front? Um. Well, yeah. I mean.
1: I looked at your notes and I tried to think of things that were different, just to expand further on what we have. Um, Kids on bikes is very similar to Monster of the Week, um, but given that you've already sort of said you want to try and move away from the death of of uh, youths, um, and it, 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 I guess it would be expected, really, given the fact that you're up against this very dangerous face ripping monster. Um, I don't-
0: no I know you've only played the we played a um it's not playtest but like a a showcase adventure of kids on bikes um kids on bikes does have rules for creating adult characters so you can use the you can use the system but that, that that's that's perfectly fine even if you're
1: avoiding child death it is mildly the same to monster of the week though it, it, in so, certain uh, aspect um but yeah, it's it's more a case of the um because that that's what led me to think about what I was actually going to be doing and what would be best is the mortality rate of it all and and how you know whereas fifth finder actually makes you quite robust as a character you can tank a lot of damage whereas this I mean the interpretation of the song for me is that uh, Luke's father is 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 dead. Uh, yeah that's that's my interpretation of it which means that i would aim for things with a little bit more uh character death or or the likelihood and and, and mounting pressure and danger so again call of cthulhu like yourself that's actually quite a sort of a well-balanced game uh white Wolf's hunter series as well so that's the you're going to tell me now that's the blue book isn't it
0: um i don't know what color the book hunter is blue blue is the 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 core rule book the the oh
1: well there was a this one's a black and green one but there's two ones there's hunter the vigil and hunter the i've lost track of what is what so there's another hunter one anyway so yeah not the yeah one of those (laughs) anyway things are moving along we're too old for this now um so yeah that along there again just to Taking it from my aspect whereby it was more of a psychological thing where it was playing on your fears and and slowly but surely draining you, then the Hunter series certainly would assist with that because you're charting sort of a mental decline or uh, the stress levels taking a toll um, on your mental decline as well. So that would be a good way of doing it with having the mountain pressure there. Um, If you're just going to go... Balls-to-the-wall comedy, though, and really ham it up. Fiasco. We've named it a several times before, and I'm glad I had the opportunity to play it that one time at uh, Dragon Meat. I, I, I think it was just maybe we had uh, um, a flash in the pan, really. I don't know. But, yeah, I think we made gold from lead, to be honest. That that game was great. It was comedic. We had a laugh with it. Um, and it could lead well to, to something where you're really sort of hamming it up and having a, a load of old nonsense. Where people are mistaken, chicken duck things with women's faces uh, for cows behind scrap metal piles.
0: Yeah, it would be more. Uh, yeah, it would. It, w- it would be leaning heavily on the humor, and I, 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 Fiasco is great. It could be fun. Um, I think. I think once we've got um, people who listen multiple times, that should be a, a thing. We ask. Will Will Rod suggest Fiasco?
1: <laughs> yes mark that on your adventurized bingo cards kids yeah. fiasco has been mentioned again summarise <laughs> so we've talked about it we've not been able to really put meat on the bones because there's just so many different angles to take away
0: yeah it's when you, when you do something that's as abstract as this, you you kind of have... A, there's as many ideas that you can take from outside the source as you can from inside. You can...
1: Yeah. So would you want to, to try and piece together uh, an actual coherent adventure for this as a GM?
0: Yes. I think this would be fun. I would like to run it as a monster of the week one shot it would be very it would be very cool it would be i'd make it uh it would be light-hearted with you know with a serious narrative thread um you know it it wouldn't be like a cartoon um it would be very much like an episode of uh the earlier series of buffy before it got uh kind of more serious long story arcs um or um Again, not when they're doing long story arcs, but the more monster of the week style episodes of Supernatural. I think it would be, it 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 would make a very nice monster of the week one shot Buffy Supernatural style.
1: Uh, yeah, I could, I could see that actually. Yeah, because Supernatural certainly um, is they 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 acted serious, but there are elements of of uh, of buddy cop action in there. You know, little little winks and nudges maybe breaks of the fourth wall where they would say or do something um would you play it
0: uh i would have to see what because it's so vague as we've discussed i would have to hear whoever was running it i i'd want to hear their. i would i'd want to hear their pitch and then it would ultimately depend on the pitch but what I would say is, if someone said, "Look, I've made a game based on Bushes of Love," i'd give them I'd give them the time to to give me the pitch so <laughs> yeah,
1: so you'd you'd be in at the table and then I hand out the fatal rules, and then you suddenly excuse yourself and leave.
0: Yeah, but basically i, I I'd be interested to see what they were doing, but if it if it sounded weird i I'd maybe politely decline.
1: As for myself, uh, I don't know. Uh, it depends on the mood that I'm in, really, uh, and whether or not you caught me in a funny mood. Whether or not I'm, I've had a, a Red Bull or whatever. Um, Some days you just want to enjoy the song, but then other ones, then you're like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for this. I want, I want to be in the song. I want to do the song, uh, or at least the the odd line or two which actually has any uh, any story uh, or or, uh, or relevance to it." Um, and obviously the chorus. Uh I suppose to to sum up my feelings on it, uh ultimately, yes I would play, but I'm not in a rush.
2: I think that's a fair
0: assessment of uh what we've discussed. And uh Yeah, Guy've got nothing else to add. I'd just like to say thank you to everyone for listening and you can tell us how much you are disappointed with our knowledge of um, White Wolf's various names of games, by contacting us at the social media links in the show
1: notes. Thank you very much, guys. And we will uh, speak to you next week. Uh, Please engage with us. It'd be great to be able to actually have something to respond to.
0: So that was our episode Bushings on of Love. Hope you got some good ideas out of it. So next time you need something that inspires you, you won't just theorise, but adventurise. And if you do, please let us know. Um, all the so- links to socials are found in the show notes. And we'll catch you next time.